Welcome to the Grit. I'm Digit Murphy, as always, coming to you from Providence, and I am ready for a dynamite bang-up show with one of my old friends, Steph Wood. Steph Wood is a little dynamo. She was one of the best hockey and basketball players at Northeastern. Yes, she played two sports in Division One. And she's actually Canadian, but we still like her. Steph, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Digit. Glad to be here. Yeah, and uh, you know why you're here, because you're one of the very few women that actually is the director of your whole program. So con- congratulations. You've been here for a while. You want to talk a little bit about the Islanders program? Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, it definitely goes by fast. Uh, you know, I can remember the first, pretty much the first year that I started, and uh, it goes by in the blink of an eye. Um, but no, I, uh, you know, thank you for that very nice introduction. Um, very humbling. Um, but no, I'm very fortunate uh, to really fall into something uh, just like you, very passionate, uh, love what I do, and, you know, have really been fortunate that we've been very successful and particularly in growing um, the girls game from the grassroots levels um, to where we are today. So let's uh, let's run down a little of your the stuff that you've done, right? I mean, you you came you came uh, to Northeastern. When was that? In the two thousands. So my final year at Northeastern was two thousand and seven. Okay, so two thousand seven. So you've been there for they had the five year program. So you started around two thousand two, and you came from Canada, That's correct? Right. That's correct. Yep, I'm from the small part of Canada. I'm a maritimer from New Brunswick. Maritimer and. And you know what? You just you just gotta love it because you're so polite, you're so Canadian. You know, you gotta you gotta love Canada. Actually, you know, if the election doesn't go that well next next time, I'm moving to Canada. So. <laughs> um, and then uh, I want to talk a little bit about this later, but I just want to run down what you've done. So you went to Northeastern, and then uh, you've also played on a lot of national teams. Uh, you've uh, played on U.S. and Canadian national teams. So you're an unbelievable player, which I always love because you played the game. Now you're coaching the game, you're directing the game. And then you stayed here and you grew the, uh, the Islanders program, uh, to, and we were talking earlier on the show off offline, but, uh, you want to want to do a rundown of the numbers and when you started. How yeah, started. definitely. And, um, uh, yeah, in prior to Northeastern too. So I was, um, I did all my youth hockey, upbringing in Canada, actually. So I um, pretty much graduated high school back home. And then um, prior to Northeastern, I took a year and went to the North American Hockey Academy. And then Northeastern, um, right after Northeastern, I actually went to Boston University. A lot of people don't know that. I was there for three years. I did a master's degree. And I also worked there. And then um, right from there is pretty much when I started with the Islanders. So, um, so yeah, so now we're going on to nine years now. So it's, wow. it's been really just an awesome journey. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I wasn't necessarily, you know, planning on it, but it just kind of happened. And, uh, we've been really, really fortunate. We've had a lot of success. Uh, so when we first started, uh, about nine years ago or, um, eight full years ago, going on nine, uh, there was just over a little over a hundred female players in the program. So there's six teams and just a little over a hundred players. And um, within this time frame, we've well over tripled in size. So we actually became the fastest growing girls program in the country at one point. Uh, so we went from 
six teams to 20 and just over 100 players to over 300 on the female side. Wow, that's unbelievable. And uh, what do you attribute the growth the growth to stuff besides for your hard work and you coach about a hundred teams. Yeah. So that, that's changed a little, but uh, the hard work part, it hasn't, um, I mean, it, you know, definitely it's a um, lot of hard work, a lot of, a lot of great people working together and um, you know, doing some really great things, but no question. I think one of our, uh, the best things that attributed to our success was, you know, being in an area where um, and being at an age level where, you know, getting as many females on the ice as coaches or even just helping out, but getting them in front of your kids as much as possible is really, really important. So for us, that was at the time, um, one of the things that really helped to differentiate us the most compared to our competitors. So you're correct. So not only, you know, was there really no other female directors out there like myself doing what I was doing, but um, we really separated ourselves because we had so many female coaches involved with yeah. the program. So a lot of former players, you know, similar backgrounds to myself. Um, so at that time, that was just such a unique thing. And, you know, as you know, the mentorship aspect is is really just invaluable, and especially at the younger ages with female players. Yeah, and that's and obviously that's one of the reasons why you're on my show, because you are a you can see it, you can be it leader. So, you know, congratulations on that. And you, you hit on something um, earlier that I want to I want to go back to, which is, you know, the hard work. You talked earlier, it's about hard work. And, you know, if you had given up in the first year, it wouldn't have grown from, you know, six teams to 20 teams and you wouldn't have 300 because you didn't shy away from the work. And, you know, congratulations for that. No, thank you so much. It's uh, no question. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes when people look at something that's successful, they don't, they don't see everything that went into the entire process or the journey that went into that, you know? So, um, you know, I remember the first year, you know, starting out and you're right. Like I, at one point I kind of looked and I'm like, okay, you know, what did I, what did I get myself into? But, um, you know, just the, when you, when you set, when you set your mind to it and you set a goal and you're on a mission, there's going to be a lot of bumps and hiccups and, um, you know, things that may set you off track along the way. But, um, you know, I think just as you as a coach, you teach your kids having resilience. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that you learn, you know, on a journey in business and, and sports, um, you know, I remember um, one of the one of the best feelings was, um, you know, I think it was like two or three years in to starting a, the, the, the program that we won like our first state championship. And it was just like, unbelievable you know so you take kind of a you know almost like a startup and um you know achieve such a great accomplishment it was just awesome you know and at the time we had um again a very unique thing like two female former female college players as coaches and it was just awesome you know so magical sometimes you don't see the the results right away but you know you just you got to stay the course put your head down keep working and um you know eventually good things will happen so, so a lot of people don't know this about you, and I alluded to it earlier. Again, this is Stephanie Wood from the uh, direct, the women's director of the, the Islanders program in Massachusetts. Steph, that you were a basketball player, and when I first learned that, all I would do is brag about you. Every time I'd see you, I'd be like, "Hey, 
Do you know that she played two Division One sports? Do you know how how unbelievably hard that is? And you know, I really like you to talk a little bit about uh, for our listeners about how that all happened. Yeah, no, definitely. It's um, it is actually kind of funny. You know, you sit back and you joke. You're like, you know, not only is she, you know, Canadian, she's also short, and like, you know, this kid also played played. <laughs> They're not that short, but yeah. <laughs> um, for D one basketball, it was definitely a little little on the short side, but. Um, I, that also, um, I enjoy talking about that because, um, you know, a big topic I think in youth sports now is, you know, being a multi-sport athlete versus not, you know, because there's, there's so much attention to specialization versus not. And, um, you know, my path to, to playing division one hockey and playing at a high level was, was actually really quite different than a lot of what you see now. So like growing up, um, you know, doing my whole youth my youth athletic career, I was a huge multi-sport athlete. So um, came from a family. I was the youngest, I had two, two older sisters, all girls, but we were, we were just a huge athletic family. And um, pretty much growing up, like I played every sport I could get my hands on. And, um, you know, I kind of joke, like I was actually probably better at basketball. No way. Um, I, I played it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I played it, you know, simultaneously with hockey and, um, you know, I, I, I literally, that's pretty much why I didn't, you know, pick up and move during high school and, you know, go to boarding school or whatever, because I just like, I wanted to do all my sports. And, um, you know, after I graduated high school, I had made the decision kind of earlier on that I was going to, you know, take a post-grad year. I, like I said, I went to the North American Hockey Academy, which was just such a great fit for me um, that one year. But I technically, I didn't specialize in hockey until I was 17 years old. Wow. So... I did that one year of um, uh, in in Stowe, Vermont at the time, um, and then from there was fortunate enough to um, uh, land at Northeastern. And uh, kind of funny, so you know, since it's a five-year school, um, I pretty much had the intention all along that I was I was going to play another sport in my fifth year. Um, so during the summers at Northeastern, when we'd be in the off season, I would actually just play like pick up and stuff in the summers with the basketball team just to kind of, you know, stay into it. And they're like, Hey, you know, like <laughs> pretty good. They're like, hey. um, uh. And yeah. So, and then, uh, you know, if, uh, when it came time, you know, I talked to the coach and, you know, and then, um, uh, one thing led to another and, you know, unfortunately, um, that's when I had my first, uh, during the basketball season, that's when I had my first like major, um, hip injuries. So I've had, uh, couple surgeries, arthroscopic surgeries on my hips, but, uh, but it was awesome. You know, that's, that was actually probably one of the hardest things that I've ever done was make the switch to playing division one basketball. And for those that aren't familiar, I mean, it's just, it is, it is really, really hard. You know, the, the grind, talk about the grind of practicing oh, and hockey's harder than basketball. Is, no no joke. Stuff. We got to carry our bags. Come on. Basketball. <laughs> So it was awesome though. You know, it's, um, it's one of those things, again, you know, just you set your mind to it and you set a goal and, um, it just, it always feels awesome to, to crush those goals. So, so, uh, again, this is Stephanie Wood from, uh, the Islanders program in Massachusetts talking here, uh, all-star basketball, but mostly hockey player. 
Uh, so, Steph, you know, you grew up in Canada and you played on a boys team. Um, do you have any stories? Because, you know, sometimes our listeners might be younger. Do you have any stories where, uh, you know, you got either bullied or, you know, you uh, had some good stories with the boys, like they protected you? You got anything about stories like that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's, um, yeah, back in, you know, our day, that's that was pretty much the norm, you know. So growing up, uh, you know, if you wanted to, wanted to play hockey, you pretty much had to play with the boys. Um, so my, I kind of got my first start. Um, so kind of a funny story, Digit, if you remember, you actually coached one of my cousins from New Brunswick. Oh, Vanessa yeah, yeah, Vanessa. We called her Flip. Yeah, an older cousin of mine um, from the same area. So, um, you know, at the time, so again, when I was just kind of first starting out, I, uh, I think I started in figure skating. So that's how I got kind of like my first start to learn how to skate. But again, I was just doing so many different sports, you know, they think her dad, you know, talked to my mom and was like, listen, you know, you really got to get her in hockey. So, so there it was about five or six, um, started with hockey and, you know, honestly, my first year, like I, I just remember because, you know, at that age, you're just, you're so bad, <laughs> right. At, at everything. Um, you know, I just, I remember I, I hated it, you know, like I just, um, and it was tough being the only girl, you know, on the ice all the time. But, um, you know, I remember that first year, like I wanted to quit and, you know, my mom, um, being such an awesome, you know, strong lady that she is, you know, she knew that I loved sports and she knew the reason why I wanted to quit, you know, because I was the only girl on the ice. So she, she didn't let me, you know, so I stuck it out. And then, you know, by that second, third, and especially the fourth year, I just, I started to get better and better and better. And usually um, was like the best player on the ice, you know, me and the only girl with all the other boys. And at that point, um, you know, that's when it came from maybe a little bit of bullying or you know teasing to, you know, all the guys loved having you on their team because you were like the best player. Yeah, because you were good. Yeah, that's usually how it works. Um, awesome. And and then and then as you grew up, I think the the really cool thing, and you mentioned it earlier, you're talking a little bit about playing more than one sport growing up because it's a hot topic now. Kids are specializing, and I think this is absolutely nuts. They're specializing when they're like seven, eight, nine years old. Uh, we got kids that can't even throw a ball anymore. They're on their phones all the time. Can you talk a little bit about what you're seeing uh, and what you recommend for the youth growing up? So, yeah, I remember back to the uh, the first year that I started out, I uh, I remember that I wanted to quit because, you know, it just, it was the first year and I was the only girl on the ice. And, um, you know, at that, at that point when you first start out, you know, no one's really that good, you know, so that was, that was, that was probably one of the hardest times, but, um, you know, I know my mom that year being such an awesome and strong lady that she is, you know, knowing that I had such a passion for sports, she didn't let me quit that year. And I'm so grateful that she didn't. Um, and, you know, lo and behold, the, the second and the third and the fourth year, you know, it was just athletic and I just kept getting better and better and better. And, you know, eventually pretty much turned out to be usually like the, the top player on the team playing with boys. So, you know, it went from kind of, you know, the, the bullying or the teasing to, you know, now every single one of the guys love to have you on the team because you were like the top player. So, yeah, that's that's great. 
Yeah. And so, and, um, and so what do you recommend? Do you, what, what age is it normally the kids uh, specialize in your, has it been like, what do you recommend and what are you actually seeing? So obviously I see it quite a bit given, you know, what I do in running this program. Um, but we can also see just what the drastic changes from, you know, when we grew up um, as, as, as athletes to what kids are doing now. Um, you know, and I think it's just the huge part of it too, is the business side of it. You know, there's, there's, Hockey now offered 12 months a year. And, um, you know, I think the mindset of parents is that they they have to do that, you know, in order for their, their kid to get to the next level. But there's, um, you know, in fact, the opposite. There's a lot of study and research behind, um, you know, the benefits of, of kids doing multi-sport athletes that, you know, eventually whatever sport they choose to specialize in, they'll be a much more well-rounded and balanced athlete because of that. Um Forget that. No way they're going to do that. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I, I always try to like include my my background, you know, when I when I talk to people, because it is very different. You know, like when I say I didn't specialize until I was 17 and just hockey, like people are kind of blown away. By that, you know, but um, I think now, I mean, obviously, at the on the female side, the eight, the U8, U10 level is in the U12 is really the, the golden years for development called so like you know that's that's when you want to throw as many activities as you possibly can yep. their way because those are the prime years that they can really enhance like their motor skills coordination and like right. athleticism that's going to be carried with them for the rest of their life um i would say by you know like a second year u14 mm-hmm. um, going into 16 um is is fairly important to kind of have an idea of the direction that you want to go um because I'd also, I also think it ties a little bit hand in hand into, um, you know, the way that re- the recruiting process is now, as you know well about, um, you know, and, and um, players committing to college, um, you know. But I think it's still, it's a, it's an age where they've they've really developed a lot of their, um, again, their 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 motor skills, um, you know, coordination at the younger levels. But by second year U14, most females are already playing high school somewheres or prep school. Um, you know, so it's an age where I think where you want to start to be narrowing that pyramid a little bit towards your number one sport. Well, you're hundred percent right. You know, USA hockey does many studies, go to usahockey.org. They've got all sorts of studies, uh, when you should specialize, not when you should specialize, but why you should not specialize and, uh, the growth and development, the motor, motor skills, all sorts of science behind it. They put a lot of money into the research. So go to usahockey.org. So Steph, I know that you, I mentioned earlier that you coach so many teams and uh, you also coach a high school team. Not only do you coach the Islanders, you coach Austin Prep too. You want to talk a little bit about that program? Yeah, definitely. So uh, that, uh, going into my uh, sixth year there and um, it was an opportunity that was presented to me that I just, I couldn't turn down. So way back when, um, it was a program, so get this. So um, they they hadn't made the postseason in eight years, and wow. I was offered to take the to take to go in and, and and take over the team. And I had a lot of friends that were like, "Hey, you know, trying to talk me out of it. They didn't think it was going to be the right fit for me." And I wanted the challenge. I was like, "You know what? I'm going to take this team and I'm going to turn it around." And that's exactly what we did. So um, it's been a really fun thing. You know, it's just it's. It's, um, you know, great kids, great families. But um, so the first year that we, that we started, um, team that had made postseason in eight years 
we made the um, final eight the first year. The next two years after that, we made the final four, so the semifinals. And then um, the year after, we finally won the first ever Division I MIAA state championship, which was so awesome. Um, Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, it's like I said, it's just I have a lot of fun with it, you know, just like you you have with your, you know, doing the the junior stuff. Um, You know, so we've just been fortunate that, um, you know, since it's just been, you know, really one of the top programs. Division One MIAA girls hockey ever since, and um, you know we've we've sort of adopted a similar model, you know, to what we've done here at the Islanders. Um, have a lot of fun. I actually get to coach with one of my best friends, Nikki Petrick, who was a All Star player at Northeastern as well. And um, you know, we just we're, we're going out, we're doing our thing, and we're just we're we're kind of showing everybody that um, you know we can get it done. And do, um, do you have an all female staff? Do you have an all female staff at Austin Prep? We're a dynamic duo, so it's just the two of us. It's us. <laughs> all right. You know, we're amazing. We we want to go. We want to you know try to break the the record for championships. You know, so we're 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 chipping away. But you know, like I okay. said, it's a lot of fun, and um, you know, we're just we're we're doing what we can. Well, congrats on that. Thank you. Um, and you know, before we wrap up here, I got to tell a little story about you, Steph, because uh, don't worry, it's not bad. <laughs> so when I, uh, when I left Brown, the one, the one thing about Stephanie Wood is she's a true, uh, woman's opportunity creator. Uh, and, and when I left Brown, Steph called me up and said, uh, what do you think about doing a little coaching in high school? And I was like, uh, what, you know? And, uh, at the time I was just getting ready to coach the blades, the uh, Boston blades, the pro team and Steph uh, Wood and Richard Gallant, the owner of the program uh, called me in and gave me a real dynamite opportunity uh, to coach a uh, junior team uh, much like on the boys side. And it was probably one of my fondest experiences in hockey, even though, I mean, Steph, I was driving up to uh, where were we? Um, What rink was that? You were all the way in Skate 3 in Tingsboro, Massachusetts. Tingsboro, Massachusetts, right on the New Hampshire border. I was driving there back and forth two or three days a week. But the cool thing about that team stuff, you know, we had, uh, you know, the McKay family and we had the Crawfords and uh, Jeters, just amazing people. Uh, Mary Turner, uh, (laughs) you know, Katie Turner all those kids. And, uh, it was just really, really a magical group of people. And, uh, I, I don't know, I have, I have to take, thank you publicly, um, a for kind of, uh, picking me up uh, when I had left Brown and not knowing what I was going to do, but B for really introducing me to those fantastic people. So uh, I have to, I have to thank you for that stuff. Oh, it's mutual, you know, and I think, you know, because of it, you know, obviously you and I have formed a lifelong bond and, um, you know, I think the example that you just um, mentioned, it, it goes to show just the immense impact that you can have at that high school or youth level. You know, you you make a difference, um, a lifelong difference in the lives of people. And some come in that you just you never forget, you know, they're part of your life forever. Yeah. And, um, you know, you almost become, you know, like like family. family. 
So uh, well, that's super. Yeah, and that's what sports does, right? So um, before we get off, though, uh, you know, I mean, it flies, huh? You do these things and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, it's almost been a half an hour and uh, it's crazy. Um, But uh, before we get off, do you want to tell some people? I mean, I've watched you. You got these Instagram stories going and everything. What should they uh, how can they find you? Yeah, well, it's um, lots of ways now. I mean, you know, these days, right, there's a website, there's there's Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, social media, you name it. But um, pretty simple. I mean, my my main contact is email, Stephanie, just my name, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, at islandershockeyclub.com, which is one word. Um, but, you know, I think our message is just, you know, as we've been saying all along, like it's, you know, our philosophy here is just, you know, we, we pride ourselves on, you know, developing and, you know, creating and, and, you know, enhancing the lives of so many young female student athletes, you know, from the ground up. So, you know, our youngest kid will be, um, can come in here at four or five years old and um, right up until her last touch here, which would be 18 or 19 years old. So, um, you know, we cradle to college is our model. So, you know, the first touch of hockey, um, with everything in between to help them with resources um, right up until they hopefully leave us and go on and play at the next level. So. Well, we'll have to have you back on the show and talk about you coaching uh, women. We talked a lot about your life, but uh, we'll have to bring you back on because you got a lot to say. I love to promote and grow uh, the relationships with women, especially like yourselves. You're a mentor, you're a leader, you're a role model. And uh, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Always a ple- pleasure, Digit. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, I'm Digit Murphy, and you can find us on Apple, on SoundCloud, at The Grit Live, Digit Murphy. We try to come to you with as many stories about women in sports as we can, and uh, we try to hit some hot-button topics. So please listen. Please tell your friends to listen. I'm Digit Murphy for Stephanie Wood. Out. Out.